All right. We're back with another episode of Spacked here. I'm Steven. And I'm Megan. And I, I wanted to spend this episode talking about an organization that I've joined. This was back in last May. There was just a New York article posted about it, so I thought it was a good time to bring it up. It's a, the, called the Park Slope Food Co-op. Can you spell that? Every time you say it, I'm like, what in the world are you saying? <laughs> I'm like, bless you. <laughs> the, the words are, they're all normal standard words, no weird spelling. So it's the Park Slope. Is that one word? It's Park. two words. Okay. Uh, that refers to the neighborhood that it's in. It's kind of a, a long hill um, leading up to the park. Okay. And a food co-op, again, two words, is a, an organization that it kind of acts like a, a member-run wholesale food organization. So um, think about um, being able to buy um, large batches of produce for the organization and then reselling it to their members at a uh, lower cost. So is this like Costco? Sam's Club? In a way, it can kind of feel like that, where you're passing on some of the savings to your members, but you're not forced to buy, uh, members aren't forced to buy anything in bulk. You don't have to buy you know, 20 pounds of lettuce. Um, you can just buy as much lettuce as you want. Um, you don't have to buy a, a like 12 boxes of crackers in a wrapped box you can just buy one box of crackers but the markup will be a lot lot lower even just for that Hmm. so i think they say supermarket markups can be from 50 to like 70 percent off of what they pay because they have to pay for the labor costs they have to pay for really making the the store super pretty um marketing the parks co-op doesn't really have any of that so their markup is, on average, about 21 or 22%. So hmm. things do end up notably cheaper. Not for everything. Their produce and their meats are often organic or grass-fed, um, no GMO, a lot better quality than what you would find at the supermarket for maybe the same price. The meats are more expensive because, I don't know, they must be like massaging these cows and giving them secondary education courses uh, <laughs> because their their meat is really expensive. But on the flip side, there's a lot of things at the Park Slope Food Co-op that are a lot cheaper. Um, and the big one that everyone mentions and really comes for is the cheese. They have oh, okay. Yeah. Lots of different cheeses. Not only your regular like New York cheddar, but they have like raw cow milk from france they have you know sheep milk from this place goat milk from this place stinky cheeses hard cheeses soft cheeses really some of the tastiest stuff i've ever had all for at least half the price of what you would find at any other supermarket and especially like a third of the price of any specialty store Hmm. so this definitely is not for me um i have like (laughs) a love-hate relationship with cheese. Caitlin makes fun of me for this all the time. Um, well, I'm really just picky in general. Yeah, um, tell but me cheese, about the love and the hate here. <laughs> cheese is one of the like things that I am particularly picky about. Um, <laughs> I, God, I don't even know where to start. First of all, I love anything processed. Like I love things that come in 
like name brand bags and boxes. Um, I have had people make me like cakes from scratch for my birthday in the past. Like my mom um, and Joey were two big culprits <laughs> in this. And like, that's <laughs> never what I want. I never want a homemade cake. Like I just want a cake from a box. I want frosting from a can. I just want the most generic things that you can possibly buy. And this goes for restaurants too. Like I don't want any quaint little like hometown mom and pop shop. I want like Applebee's. I want Chili's. I want like a chain <laughs> restaurant. Like just, you know, the stuff that millennials are shutting down. Yeah. So. It's like, oh, we, you've got a grandma in that, in that kitchen cooking up her family recipes? No. 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 I want like an 18 year old who this is their first week on the job. Yep. And they're just taking a frozen entree out of the freezer. Perfect. Putting it in the industrial size oven where you just have to push one button. And then it'll automatically nuke it for the appropriate amount of time. Exactly. And does it have a name brand on it, like Olive Garden or like <laughs> something else? Like we're losing our Olive Garden sponsorship right now, probably, <laughs> which is actually very sad for me. Um, but that's the stuff that I want. So with cheese, there are just foods that if I know cheese is in it, like I won't eat it. And <laughs> what's, a, what's a type of food that you've you've like turned down before? So, for example, around the holidays, we usually go to a restaurant um, called Texas Day Brazil, which is a uh, Brazilian steakhouse, I guess. Mm. Um, so it's, it's kind of like a fogo de chão. Yep, mm-hmm. they one of those places where they come around with meat on a cart or a you know a a skewer. <laughs> I don't know mm-hmm. what else to call mm-hmm. it. And they just like you just like, raise it. a little card if you want them to. Yep. Shave some meat off for you. Yep. So they have one of the the signature items, I guess, is they bring out these little like cheese bread balls. Mm. It's oh, mostly yeah, that, that is a big Spanish and Brazilian thing. So it's I mean it's bread, but like I know that there's cheese in it, so I can't eat it. I just can't. <laughs> mm. <laughs> the thought of eating it like makes me sick. I just I don't know. But then the thing that I do that like drives Caitlin insane is when she makes tortilla soup at home. Um, she needs to get herself like a separate bag of shredded cheese because like I'm not sharing mine with her, let me tell you. <laughs> like I'm gonna use that entire bag. There's gonna be like two scoops of soup in there, and then like the rest of the bowl is like piled high with cheese up to like my eyeballs. <laughs> and Caitlin looks at me every time I do this and she's like, Yep, you sure hate cheese, don't you? <laughs> yeah, Caitlin, this would also um definitely make no sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it makes perfect sense to me, but I can see how it might confuse others. I can, okay, I guess in the, if you're thinking about it in terms of this shredded cheese bag is not even really cheese. It's more like cheese product. It's a, it's a filler that's designed to look and emulate some properties of cheese. Uh-huh. But most people would not actually, like if, if I asked you, Hey, uh, can you make me a cheese sandwich? I wouldn't expect you to open, reach for your bag of shredded cheese, and then dump that on some bread and then toast it. That's totally what I would do. <laughs> I, oh a God, thousand percent. I was percent. saying that I was like, wait, maybe, maybe she's done that before. Oh, I absolutely have. I've totally done that. <laughs> I've I've done that with like any kind of shredded cheese that comes in the bag, and then like I put it on my bread, and then I put my bread in like my George Foreman grill to kind of like toast it up a little bit. <laughs> And another then, name brand item. Yeah, another name brand item. Um, yes, I absolutely do this. 
well, you are not going to like anything in the Park Slab Food Co-op. <laughs> nope. At least nothing, uh, no, none of the produce and none of the, well, you, you sometimes like veggies, but. I do like veggies, yeah. None of the cheeses. Um, yeah, none of no. them have name labels on them in that way. Mm-hmm. All of them are from like some farm nearby or from you know some uh, place overseas that a, a buyer picked out. And this is this will be a good dive into how the Park Slope Food Cop is run. It'll be driven over um, on trucks and then uh, unloaded by members who are working shifts where they unload things from trucks. And then it'll be processed, uh, as in uh, cut up and wrapped in small bags and labeled with price tags by other members who are working their food processing shifts. Then it'll be stocked onto the shelves by people in receiving who are also working shifts. Then you'll grab that cheese and bring it to the cashier who are also all members working their shifts. And then finally, you'll get your bag checked by someone who is working the bag check shift. Are these these people's like jobs or are they volunteers? No, they are. Uh, you can call them forced volunteers. Because- oh, so voluntold. <laughs> yes, in order to join the Park Slope Food Co-op, you are voluntold that you will have to work a two and a half hour shift every four weeks. Wait, so you do this? Yes. <laughs> How did I not know this? Mind is blown. This has been a part of my life for months now. What? And there's some choice of what shift you can pick. I'll, I'll Okay, let, let's make it a guessing game for you. What, oh, what man. shift do you think... I would let's let's we'll make it easy. What shift do you think I would want to pick? The cheese shift. Any... <laughs> <laughs> what do you is there a cheese shift? Uh, there is food processing, which is all the kind of bulk goods. And bulk, I don't mean Costco bulk. I mean um, it, the people who package um, nuts in small bags or raisins. Um, the people who will cut up like large bars of like brownie things or uh, like no bake coconut clusters, that kind of thing, um, and put those in bags. People who cut up the cheese. Uh, I I am not one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I, I can't not laugh when you're over there like people who cut the cheese. I mean, I know you said cut up the cheese, but I heard I had selective hearing and I heard cut the cheese. <laughs> just translates cut, cut up the cheese cut the cheese yep fart 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 fart, fart. <laughs> you can't do this to me <laughs> so okay i could see you wanting to like chop up or like separate things that's that might be a satisfying activity for you the feel i feel like the thing you would really want to be doing though is like determining prices for people and wanting to like get everyone a discount can you oh do that God. Or is I that wish, predetermined? Uh, that would be a really interesting job, <laughs> where I where I look at like pricing data, uh huh, and then figure out how we can price things appropriately. <laughs> um, that's well, that that kind of price manipulation is very unco op. Oh. I think they they mostly sell everything at like stable markups, mm-hmm. so there's no like Amazon dynamic pricing strategy there, um, and in fact they'll only. Buy, they'll only 
order things and stock things if there's sufficient demand for it too Mm -hmm. Um, or conversely if you can convince enough people around the co-op to want something and petition for something then they will stock it is that how you get things? Like, I was just going to ask, like, where does this demand come from? Do people, like, write up a petition and have people, like, sign it? And depending on the number of signatures that they get, like, they stock something? You can put suggestions in, and they will actually listen to you. Hmm. It's not like a corporate entity where it just gets, you know, sent off to a, a, a facility where there's someone is deciding what to stock in the, you know, 500 supermarkets around the country. Mm-hmm. And it goes straight into the shredding bin, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it just gets filed like, oh, another suggestion. Not even going to write down for what. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's real people that are tasked with buying or they, they, you know, the buyers. Um, they're tasked with figuring out what people would want um, and then putting those things in stock. So maybe that's a job I would like. But that's actually a, a job of one of the few paid employees. Most of the members are not paid, but they are members of the Parks Live Food Co-op by virtue of paying their time. Um, there's no membership fee here, also unlike Costco. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, literally, when you were telling, when we were talking about podcast topics and you kept bringing this up, I thought this was a game. I thought this was like a board game. I thought this was like some kind of, I had no idea what you were talking about. And like, as you're going deeper and deeper into these explanations of things, I'm like, where does the game part come in? I'm still, I'm not really sure like what the objective of this is yet. Like I could see you wanting to like, I don't know, play a game about selling food and like getting people discounts. And then like, as you were like, these people are like working their shifts. I was like, is this, this is, this is real life. <laughs> the whole time oh, oh true yeah it could be like a game where everyone has a different role that they're playing kind i of thought like this a, was a class yes or, like an rp like a, yeah. a, a, a role-playing tabletop something like <laughs> you've got your fighter you got your bard and here you've got the cashier and uh, the cheese stalker <laughs> yep and the price determiner <laughs> and and then you have the the comedic relief class the farter <laughs> that would be the bard yeah <laughs> i feel like caitlin's gonna be insulted by that oh god no I... i've doubly lost the friendship <laughs> just dig, dig that hole deeper yep <laughs> so okay you have to you have to make the big reveal what have what what position do you like oh so i work in wow that's not what i meant <laughs> <laughs> so i'm i'm on top uh, okay. Because All right. it's on the second floor. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I I had wanted like a desk job where I could answer phones or just be polite to people and um you know field questions, maybe do do some paperwork. I distinctly did not want to take uh, Carly's job, which is in receiving. You know, she in kind of enjoys the the physical activity. Uh, picking up boxes and moving them around the store or up from the basement and then stocking them on the shelves. You know, I did not want to like bend up and down and carry heavy things around. Uh-huh. You don't want to hurt your already like aging back. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're, you and I are getting old now. I know. <laughs> I guess I, I've, I've heard of people who work like the, I, I don't know what even to call it, like the box shift where they like move 
packaging and stuff. And there's usually some kind of requirement, like a, a like you can lift X number of pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, is there one of those for this? Like, can can is Carly like a heavyweight champion? And I don't know this. <laughs> well, Carly is a boxer. Um, I think I knew that. There's no, there's no like physical you need to take but you are told like this is going to be moving heavy boxes around you are going to need to bend up and down and put things around shelves so mm-hmm. like, know what you're signing up for okay um, you can always switch shifts afterward um, but you know, if not they would probably say like maybe you should be a cashier maybe you should work in the office there's even more i would say shifts that you wouldn't consider just at a normal grocery store um, for example um, you can put in your hours by working at a local soup kitchen and preparing food Mm. Um, or you can work as a uh, as a cart walker this is specifically like a perk for people who live close to the food co-op you can actually take out your cart um, full of groceries and then walk it back to your home and then after you finish unloading everything and bringing it up to your place, then um, the cart walker who came with you but did not push your cart for you um, will return the cart back to the food co-op. Oh, okay. So this is this is really useful for if being in the city because no one really has cars. Uh-huh. And so the only way to bring a ton of groceries would either be calling a cab and putting it in or... You know, if you happen to live close by, you could just walk it uh, over to your house, unload it, and then the cart walker will, will bring it back. Uh huh. I had a cart in in when I lived in Boston that I used to go grocery shopping and mm-hmm. um, to take my laundry to the laundromat. So that was always fun when I would just like dump all my laundry in the basket <laughs> and then like my dirty underwear with like whatever. I'm not even going to go into that. Is like sitting on top <laughs> of the cart and I'm just like pushing it down the street. I'm like, oh, hi to this person, hi to that person. Like, you know, because you run into all your fellow classmates. And then you're like there with your dirty underwear out on display, so that's always fun. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you, I actually really like these granny carts. I actually <laughs> find them really fun to push. <laughs> <laughs> so why isn't that your job? Um, okay, so there's a couple bits. First, oh, um, this is complicated. If, oh, oh, I've given lots of thought to what shift I would take. Because... I believe this. <laughs> it's like picking. It's like you know, not only choosing um, what profession you want to be in but also like what company what's what's the what's the vibe here oh my god i would never make a decision this is why i never (laughs) end up actually like playing the sims because i like sit there like designing forever (laughs) so there's a couple of things i don't think i would like about the walker job Um, i'll start with the ones i do first is that i don't have to push anything um that's heavy you know you the the buyer um, the purchaser is the one that has to push their card and they have to bring up all the groceries themselves. You're not part of any of that. Uh, I also do enjoy making small talk and chit-chatting with people about their lives. And that's definitely something that you can do as part of this job. You have to do it. You can't like have this really long, awkward walk back to someone's ap- apartment, like just like <laughs> next to them, not saying anything. Just like following a step behind, just watching them. Yeah, pull up, pull up your hoodie, like, over your eyes. <laughs> the things I would not like would be that this is a year-round shift. So when it gets cold, 
you still have mm. to do it. You also have to wait outside for the people mm. to come out with their carts. Yeah. If it's raining, you've still got to do this. Uh. Um, presumably fewer people are going to go shopping or at least bring back like a big cart. That's a big bet. But like, it, it's going to happen. Yeah, right? Um, and especially if it gets hot. You know, when it gets the, to the summer and so humid mm. over here, like we're just going to be walking around in the sun. We're going to be dying. Uh-uh. Finally, even though you're technically not supposed to push the cart, we're not supposed to bring up groceries, I know someone is going to ask me to bring that cart, help me push it, or help me bring some stuff up. And if I don't, they're going to give me the stink eye. Yeah. Yep. And also, like, I'm... The, all these people that are, are doing the shopping, they're other members, right? So, like, you're it's not unlikely that you will run into them again oh, at yeah. some point. Especially if they've needed to come get groceries from you, like, at a particular time that works well for them. Yep. Like, they're going to come at that time again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even though there's, like, 17,000 members in the co-op, like, you're on, their, you're, you're on the same kind of schedule with them. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And also, you're waiting outside, so even if they're just passing by or they don't specifically need a cart from you, they're going to see you. (laughs) (laughs) There's no hiding. Yeah. Don't date in the co-op. You never know what's going to (laughs) happen. They don't have dating rules, do they? (laughs) I don't think there's any uh, rules against uh, intra-co-op fraternization. Okay, just, just wondering. I don't know how, how deep this, like, like is this, like, just a co-op, a friendly membership, or is this a cult? I don't know. So, I mean, before... Well, <laughs> I, I often do say that this is very much like a cult. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, everybody kind of gets inducted into the co-op way of thinking. Um, you're definitely putting in your time, and uh, they don't really let you go. Mm. So... I see we have a few minutes left. I, I think you mentioned to me at one point that there's a Twitter associated with this co-op. Oh, there is. Well, now this is interesting because, like, I'm trying to imagine your previous thinking about, wow, this board game has a Twitter around it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there there's a Twitter I love, which is called the Park Slope Food Co-op PA, because there's a, a public announcement system, the speaker system, where anyone can go to one of the phones in the co-op, pick it up, you know, hit PA, and it will put you on speaker with the rest of the the entire food co-op. So whatever you say, everyone is going to hear. I'm getting sweaty. Like, my palms are sweating. I'm getting anxious. And it's usually for member announcements like oh hey the uh like uh the kale is ready downstairs can you come pick it up but it's also for any member who just wants to ask if anything's in stock or just say anything that's on their mind oh this is so dangerous you get a lot of very like opinionated people (laughs) (laughs) and quirky people a lot of these people i would generally describe as quirky so the, the best ones have been recorded in this Twitter. Uh, and I wanted to share some out so you could get a sense of the, the vibe. Okay. <laughs> around the members. So heard on the PA. 
we're out of goat milk because the goats are birthing and need it for their babies. Uh. <laughs> um, is there any Bulgarian feta? I only see the Greek kind. <laughs> so we have a lot of meat to stock. So if you're comfortable stocking meat, please come stock some. <laughs> Uh, one member asks uh, via the PA if anyone wants to split a watermelon and then a perky mom immediately volunteers, <laughs> comes to the phone, and then shakes their hand. So, wait, was this like one person talked on one phone and then another person got on a different phone and responded? Mm -hmm. And then yeah. they met up at one of the phones? It, it's definitely like there's multiple phones around the food co-op. So one of them got on and was probably like, hey, does anyone want to split a watermelon with me? It's, it's way too much for me and my family. And the other one, and, and they, they were probably like, if you, if you want to come find me, um, I am over by like the cheese section. And then someone else was like, yeah, I'll split a watermelon with you. I'll meet you there soon. And it goes to the <laughs> cheese section. This is cute. <laughs> it's like one big family cult. <laughs> You do get some nice people. You also get a lot of cantankerous, cranky people. Uh-huh. People also get to choose uh, the music that's at the food co-op. Um, oh. <laughs> now you got whoever, my attention. Um, is like the squad leader of the shopping shift gets to, ch to choose what's on. I'm making everyone listen to Lovelies. <laughs> so one person did page. Hi. Can that please be enough, Celine Dion? Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love Celine. <laughs> um, it's also known that, you know, you can kind of reach people who are working their shifts uh, by calling in. So one person did <clears throat> put on the page, Robert, your ex-girlfriend called. You left your pink socks on the dresser. Please go pick them up. Wow. Does the co-op still carry chicken feet? Are we still out of goat ghee? Could the owner of the unleashed black and white dog please come outside? He is very distressed. Oh, no, puppy. <laughs> uh, hey, do we still have that organic free range chicken cat food with the spinach from Starlet Farms? Yeah, that'd be great. This is this is really interesting. <laughs> I like that you can just like, I don't know, ask these things. I, like, I literally can't even fathom this in a regular grocery store. And I will say, for as, ri as ridiculous and as obscure as all these questions are, they all get answered. Um, I, like, someone who works with a cat food will say, like, no, we're, we're out of that right now. Um, usually within, like, a, one or two minutes. Hmm. So... As, as wild of a system as it may be for having any of the 17,000 members just come on and announce anything to the store, um, it actually works really well. Hmm. And that's what I'd say about this whole food co-op. Like, it's a wild system where you need tons of members that each have their own motives and intentions and commitment to the food co-op, but it remains the, like, the liter literally the highest revenue per square foot supermarket in the entire country yeah so that deep dive into the cult that i am now a part of uh, is the perfect way to end this episode of swag tier yo 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 Woof. Woof. <laughs> no <laughs> god damn it frisbee shut up <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs>